And we're back! Attention Deficit Order, Season 25, Episode... It's 18 now. Last week I said 18. Now, now, last week was 17. This week is Season 25, Episode 18, Attention Deficit Order, coming at ya! Whee! And uh, Saul's with us. Listen to our show? Probably not. It doesn't matter. Woo! Yeah! We're back, guys. Nothing's really happening. Don't go into man made submarines, but other than that, we're all good, guys. Woo! Uh, we'll get into, I guess, uh, what we've been smoking in a second here. But, uh, right now... Uh-oh, where'd it go? I've actually got a new strain, too, so... Oh, good. We're just rocking out here, guys. The beginning, uh... what I usually get, but I'm like, no, I think I'm gonna switch it up. The other day I witnessed this dude uh, walking down the street, right? And I'm like, oh, I was taking the, uh, you know, I was driving my car around this Whole Foods. And so I took a left, I was taking a left onto the street and I look over and I see a shopping cart in the middle of, um, what, what street would that be? Jefferson, in the middle of Jefferson. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, what's that? And then I see a guy walking down and there's, there's metal tables outside and he's flipping the chairs and the tables into the street. <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh-uh, this guy's angry. <laughs> he's like, ah, ah. He was a big dude, like a like a heavy set dude, probably like six three, probably like three fifty. You know, like a big white dude with a beard, looking scuzzy. And I was just sitting there. Time that only taser guns piss him off. Oh yeah, he was a bear, dude. This guy's huge. <clears throat> he was at, he was waiting for somebody to fuck with him. You know what I mean? So he was, he was flipping like there were metal like or, or like red metal chairs with like heavy like solid wood tops, and same with the stools. So he's oh, no, flipping. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He You're was not flipping about shit that you can just run off with and fucking run off the, you know, down the street with it. This no, is shit. No, yeah, he was flipping him into the street because I had just picked up my. Uh, I get soup from Whole Foods all the time. And I was driving back around, and he's just like, oh. and then I pull up alongside him. I didn't say anything to him. I just was staring at him, like, Jesus Christ, this guy's angry. And he's just acting like. Then he just casually presses the like cross the street button, you know. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't see him again. Though. I was like, Jesus. He's like wearing dirty sweats. And I and I and I drive by all the stuff that he. Uh, that he, uh, uh, that he was destroyed. <laughs> I was like, gee, it looked like a tornado hit all these chairs and shit. <laughs> it's a pew, fucking everywhere. I was like, fuck. And no, everyone was just staring at the guy like, what the fuck? And like, I looked in my rear view mirror and some lady and some dude were picking the stuff up immediately and putting it back, you know, because they're like, this can't happen. <laughs> you know, the, um. What? That's good that people still fucking well, do something instead of just like, hey, my fucking problem. Well, yeah, they'll clean up afterwards because people use that place all the time. That's what's funny about where I live, bro. Like, 
people are kind of assholes to each other. You think, oh, yeah, Texas, everybody's neighbor. No, they're fucking not. But then shit hits the fan, and you see all these people that you'd never expect. All of a sudden, they're lending a hand. So it's cool to still see that. Oh, yeah. That, you know, it's, it's, in, it's human nature, you know, to help out. You know, you have to go opposite. Human behavior. Human behavior. I guess so. <laughs> that was good, dude. I like, oh, you like that. Should have fucking sampled that. Like, that's right here, right here. Have it backwards. Have it backwards. So yeah, so that dude, I don't know what happened to him. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe he's still flipping chairs to this day, guys. He's going to every restaurant just flipping chairs. Like, uh oh. Why do I have an echo? Hold on. Whoa. What was that? Did I just go through a time warp? Let's do the time warp again. Did I? Saul, did I go through a time warp? How so? Oh. I don't know. I, I'm fucking. You know me, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> Not unless I really feel like I have to fucking be on point. Other than that, I'm just like, yeah, what the fuck ever. Here we go, guys. It's 2023. We should be flying cars and teleporting left and right, but no, we're just smoking weed. Uh, what we've been smoking this week, uh, what do you got over there in Texas? We're smoking this shit that's called wedding gelato. Wedding gelato. Yeah, and the thing is that it's like, what the fuck? Because it's like, they should have called it like fucking some kind of skunk strain because I don't see where they get gelato or wedding cake or whatever the fuck. I'm assuming that's what it's a mix of, you know? It's a hybrid of fucking some sort of wedding cake and then some fucking gelato strain. It's yeah. pretty good, dude, but it is definitely fucking indica because I've been nothing but duh when I smoke that shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, I get dumb high. Yeah, indica fucks me up, dude. Like, a lot now. Because I've been smoking mostly all sativas. So if I smoke an indica, I'll have to smoke like an hour before I go to sleep because it'll knock me out. It's like, dang. <laughs> You know? Um, what am I smoking? I'm smoking, think of, uh, speaking of running out of names, I'm smoking this dab called Fire AF. Oh, dude, this is fire as fuck. Dude. He just smoked, he's like, dude, this is fire as fuck. Dude, that's a great name for it. So I'm smoking that shit. Um. Oh, then I'm smoking this other shit. Uh, strawberry. Um. The fuck was it? I thought I had the name on the top. I don't. Oh well. 
That's another ship. And I'm still smoking the, um, what is it? The, uh, uh, god damn it. Oh, the, uh, sugar daddy. <clears throat> I'm still going off on that shit. Uh, until they run out of it, I'll be smoking that stuff. Uh, it's good for an eighth. It's like 45 bucks an eighth. And it's super stony. It's like 57% THC. <clears throat> okay, then I got this other stuff. Speaking of another running out of names. Purple Flambozy. And that's another uh, sappy fucking dab. And then I'm smoking... Uh, Tropica. And that's like a um, like a sugar. It looks like a sugar type dab. And then I'm smoking pineapple tangy from Mids Factory. That's another syrup. I haven't gotten um, that many uh, uh, not crystals, but um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, diamonds. Dabby diamonds. I haven't seen much, but they will come out. So welcome to the summer, guys. We're back. Huh? In the news, 90% of cannabis farms are infected with a dangerous and deadly pathogen. An infection pathogen is currently spreading widely in California's cannabis farms. This scourge is attacking plants and growing invisibly for months before spoiling crops. This happens just as farmers are getting ready to harvest. Scientists believe it currently affects over 90% of farms. It will cause billions of dollars in damages to the national cannabis economy. The hop latent viroid, or HLVD, yeah. was first yeah. identified in hop plants, which are close relatives of cannabis, in the 1980s. It shrivels cannabis plants, reducing how much weight they produce by as much as 30%. The pathogen <clears throat> also destroys the plant's amount of THC. Fuck! Which is <laughs> main psychoactive compound. In other words, what gets you high? This decreases their value dramatically. Although this pathogen has likely been spreading in cannabis farms for over a decade, growers were clueless. At first, they didn't know what was harming their harvest. Damage only occurred at the end of the crop's life cycle. This makes the pathogen even more dangerous. Farmers usually grow cannabis by cutting small pieces off of one plant. This is referred to as the mother and they are then used to propagate hundreds of new plants. These mother plants are artificially prevented from growing flowers in order to keep producing offspring. This means they can silently spread the pathogen for months without showing any signs of disease. <clears throat> well, speaking from someone in California, I don't see a slowdown at all. <laughs> they just well, opened up another weed hey, store in my hey, neighborhood. fucking genius. When do they fucking harvest, bro? But I'm just saying, as far as I know, they're opening up stores left and right. It's affecting 90% of the crops that they're using. But which crops, though? That's like, that narrows it down to which? There's so many indoor um, crops now. Now, this is this is true. This is true. Like, is that outdoor? Is that indoor? Which crops are those? It says right here, fortunately, Purple City Genetics figured out how to help. Purple City yeah. is an Oakland-based startup focused on breeding and cultivating cannabis phenotypes. That's okay. great, dude. I know. Let's start a company where we just grow. Like, our main objective is to grow the best disease-free weed. Fucking kudos. Anyway, well, that's... Yeah, well, that's... Uh, 
there is help on the way, if you will. So nothing to worry about. But I just thought since we we're on the subject of cannabis, I would bring up one of the many interesting articles I have to That's share weird. this week. I, like, I haven't heard about that at all. Well, you don't read the news much, though, brother. That's what I'm here for. No, I read the news. I, don't, I just haven't seen that. Ah. Yeah, this is... Uh, Actually, it was posted yesterday, and this certain article was posted yesterday oh, okay. at 30 a.m., so maybe you're yet to catch up with cannabis. Yeah, news. but all I know is that they're opening up more cannabis shops than ever now, like all over the place, in San Mateo County. They're, and they're just charging. I still got cannabis shops like Texas got liquor stores. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a cannabis shop right across the street from a Starbucks now. You know, you can get your you can get your uh, fucking latte, whatever the fuck, and go. Yep, and go and go across the street, pick up a joint. Get yourself some kind crystal pistol, lost mistle fucking weed. Yeah, and smoke yourself a fucking twenty five dollar joint, thirty five with after taxes, with your fucking. <laughs> but those stores are packed. People pay it. People pay it. That's what I'm saying. Those stores are packed. Fuck knows, especially in that economy. Those stores I, I are packed. I understand that Gavin Newsom's facing the fucking act, so good luck getting the governor's seat next time around, buddy. Oh, all, all I know is that we had some old, senile old man walking around the marshlands this week. <sighs> is this where I'm going? <sighs> oh, let's talk about AI. <sighs> what is that? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, what are you <laughs> Right? He's like, and President Biden is walking around the marshlands in Palo Alto. Where am I? Where are we? What are we doing? Back in sunny Florida. I know. It's like, is this Florida? No, no. So we're in Palo Alto. We're talking about the economy and uh, Silicon Valley is AI problem. What's that? Where's my wife? Uh, she's back in Washington. They got problems with their ass internals? Yeah, like, no, sir, no, sir. Artificial intelligence, sir. How dare you try to insult me? Oh, no. Artificial intelligence? You got artificial intelligence, I'm goddamn president i think i'm i'm president of artificial nondologence he's like no it's intelligence not nondologence hey don't crack me son and then another security guy just leans into his no. partner and says dude close enough just let it go where's corn pop God damn it. right this way mr president <laughs> we got milkies and blankies for now oh, okay huh so we got to go speak to uh, this fucking psycho fucking American psycho looking motherfucker, Gavin Newsom now. Who's that? God, dude, he's the governor of California. You guys are what? He's like, he's the governor of California. Like, Who's the governor of what? Isn't that Donald Schwarzenegger? Isn't that Schwarzenegger? Like, oh, no, he hasn't been governor in a long time, sir. He's back into acting again in really bad shows. Oh. Okay. That's so funny. And it's then, like, um. Because 
We can both agree, yeah, you know, come on, it's bad. But he's getting fucking pats on the back, like, ooh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's new Netflix series, and they're patting him on the back. Well, no, he's the um, he's he's part of Netflix now. He's the head of action, whatever the fuck. I don't know. He has a new title at Netflix. Uh, that's why they gave him a TV show. And then they're like, oh, and then the, later on that day, they're like, oh, the president's leaving San Francisco. <sighs> I was listening. I was listening on the news. Like, it's very exciting. We can't see it, but we heard it. It's very exciting to hear the jet take off from San. I'm like, come on. Stop trying to make news out of nothing. Wait a minute. We didn't see it, but we heard it. Yeah, they're all the people on the radio didn't see it, but they heard it, and that was very exciting. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It's like, oh, there he goes. The president's he's waving, and now he's getting on the plane, and he's going bye-bye, holding up all these other people who have to actually be somewhere in San Francisco. I don't know why I didn't land in Mountain View. You know, it's like... He's <laughs> having a bunch of fucking stealth bomber planes... <clears throat> fucking flying uh, over your head and coming in for a landing but what was, what was funny is he, space. he 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 was he got stuck in um he got stuck in traffic <laughs> and he was late to his meeting he's like, oh he got stuck in traffic oh he got stuck oh, in yeah, that silicon valley well i everyone else california he's like, up i have to go bathroom hold up president we're almost there me go party. There we go, guys. <laughs> Are we meeting Zuckerberg? I hear he's wrestling at Woodshade. <laughs> no, that already happened, sir. Oh, sorry about that. <sighs> Are those people from the submarine back yet? I want to give them each a medal of honor. They died, sir. Oh! God What's going on? Yes, they imploded. Uh, seven days ago. We used that news to cover up a bunch of other shit that you did. What? Under conspiracy, nothing's happening. Yes, sir. Whatever you say. Come on this way. Oh. Okay, what else are you smoking? Anomalous. Oh, wait. Uh oh. Did you ask me what else I'm smoking? Yeah. I for a second. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> nothing but just that wedding cake gelato. Um. I could get my hands on concentrates and shit like that. I just fucking don't spend my money on it because of the way I smoke. And I don't really want to blow a bunch of fucking money on a rig and shit. I would generally, when I get it, I generally roll it up into like a thin little like doobie length. And then I roll it inside a bunch of shredded up weed and smoke it like that. But sometimes it can be a bitch and won't stay lit. Well, yeah. It's, uh, it's... It's a it's a weird substance. I like it just because um, for me. Oh, I love it, dude! It blasts me, dude! I love it. It's just that I don't have the accommodations for it, so I yeah. just stick to flour. And I still, you know, dude, I've always loved smoking weed, so I love smoking flour. It's all good. It's not like I feel like I'm missing out. No, dude, you totally, bro. You're missing out, dude. Everyone's like on I these said, cool. To it. Leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Like all, all, like all the, like the kids. 
I'm saying like the people that are 20, they're all doing like pens and stuff, vape pens. Oh, dude, I'm hip, man. My fucking um, my, my youngest son, dude. He well, yeah, but I'm seeing. I'm just saying, down. like, like around That's here too. They'll like just because it's buy a pen, and yeah. then he'll fucking like if he doesn't like it, be like, here, pops, want a pen? Well, imagine if we were, pen, like, dude. Around for days. Dude, imagine if we were 14 and all this shit was out now. We would have fucking like 900 pens in our fucking closets and shit. Dude, no, <laughs> that shit would be all like. Like it would be somewhere, like either on the ground somewhere. Or Dude, like we we'd have. We wouldn't bring that shit home. I would have my older brothers buy us weed, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go, come on, get an account. We'll give you money. Like, fine. You know, we'd have him buy us weed. Dude, that's what we would do. Yep. <laughs> or or some of the older people we knew. Yeah, some of the older people we knew would buy us weed. Or yeah, it would be completely different than it used than it used to, and it was. You know, we'd have a lot more free time. Yeah, and the thing that sucked back then was there were times where literally, nope, nope. No, well, yeah, we yeah, when weed no was like looked at as like heroin. Oh god. You know, the now, 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 grandmas are using it as fucking skin ointment for their arthritis. My arthritis is shaking up. I use CBD. You know. You know, that's what it is. My arthritis is kicking up. Try CBD, Grandma. Okay. You know. That's how common it is now. It's like, what? Dude, I I would have never seen that coming before. Never. Okay, here we go, guys. We get to it? Yes. Okay, the first movie. Before we get into other stories I got. We'll just get this one out of the way. Um, where'd it go? Oh, alright, so we'll do it. Wes Anderson... If you know who Wes Anderson is, anybody? Astro. Tell us, oh. tell us what he's Oh. Done. Asteroid City. Nope. This just came out. So okay. you would probably not like his movies. He's done The French Dispatch. Seen that movie? He's done the Grand Budapest Hotel. He did, uh, um... Of course, of course, okay, yeah, I, I don't have any idea. <laughs> he did, um... <clears throat> that's what I'm saying, he did, uh, Isle of Dogs. He did the Darjeeling Limited. He did Moonrise Kingdom. The, uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. Rushmore. You might, you've probably seen Rushmore. That came out in, like, 98. With Bill Murray, right? Yes, Bob? yes. Yeah, dude. My favorite part is the fucking bike scene. Where he has fucking Rex dude's bike. Just like all casual. Like, nothing to see here. Doo-doo-doo. So that, that's one of his movies, Rushmore. He did the Grand Budapest Hotel. Fantastic. And this is his new movie. 
asteroid city. With this weird fucking uh, soundtrack. Following a writer on his world famous fictional play about a grieving father who travels with his son tech-obsessed family to a small rural asteroid city to compete in a junior stargazing event only to have his world holy shit sorry buddy only to have his world view disrupted forever this is Asteroid City. Don't get in that plane, buddy. Don't get in that plane. Here we go. Take this train. Last train. Okay, so. So, okay, who's starring in this movie? Jesus Christ, let's see. Of course, we have Jason Schwartzman as Augie, Scarlett Johansson as Midge, Tom Hanks as Stanley Zack, Jeffrey Wright as General Gibson, Brian Cranston as the host, Edward Norton as Conward Earp, Jake Ryan as Woodrow, Grace Edwards as Donji, Maya Hawk as June. Rupert Fine as Montana. Hope Davis as Sandra Bull. Lee Schreiber as J.J. Kellogg. Uh, Sophie Lilly as Sheila. Ella Ferris. Yeah, these little girls are crazy, dude. All I gotta say is, dude, it's very colorist. Reminds me almost of, like, the parts of fucking, like, Mars Attacks and Tim Burton when it's really bright. Oh, yeah, it's super hyper ultra realistic. Uh, Matt Dillon as a mechanic. You know, he like, it's like, what? He just pops up in the movie. He's like, this thing's not looking too good. You're like, what? Matt Dillon? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> these people just pop up in these small roles in these movies just because they all want to work with him, you know? So Matt Dillon's like, hey, he was the mechanic on the truck, on the car that broke down. So their car breaks down in this small town, San Fernando, or in a, an asteroid city out in the middle of the desert. It's filmed hyper ultra realistic. But uh, his three daughters are hilarious. They're like, oh, do you want to be princesses? Like, no, I'm a vampire. I'm a zombie. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh. <clears throat> So it goes opening credits right here. So that other one? Freight train, freight train, going so fast. Freight train, freight train, going so fast. So he has a camera hooked onto the front of a freight train, a miniature freight train, and he's pulling it along the tracks. And, and if you look at the, and it looks like a real freight train going down the tracks. He uses miniatures on all of his shit. And he like, and he splices them in with real shit, so you don't know like, like where the perspective starts and stops, you know, like where the fake part starts and the real part starts, stops. 
You're like, wait, how did that guy just walk into that thing? I thought that was fake. You know, that type of shit. Uh, it's a lot of talking. That's all it is, is talking. That's a, that's a very cool effect. Which one? The idea of having, like, you know, physical, like, model objects, and then, you know, whether they model the actual set, or if the model is modeled after <clears throat> a real building or whatever, the whole, like, looks fake, and then, wait a minute. Yeah, like it's, he said, makes... How the fuck did he walk out of that? That looks fake. Like, if you look at his, uh, he makes huge models, like, old-school Star wars size models, you know what I mean, of stuff? You know, and films around those also. Like, yeah, he's famous for making huge models with his sets and splicing it all together. Seems like that world is transitioned. I'm sure that, you know, I've seen a lot of, like, uh, you know, battle react, uh, reenactment type models, you know, where they set it up and there's explosions and shit and they use cotton and LED lights to make it look like real... You know, the guns are really firing and shit. They look real cool, you know? But yeah. I feel like the big model assembly thing has transitioned into the world of Lego. Because, fuck, <clears throat> man, there are just ginormous fucking Lego models now. Where people use, like, millions and millions of pieces. Yeah, that all... Um, when I went to London, hello, I went to the Lego store, and they had a uh, huge Lego... Um, like life-size Lego versions of all the Hogwarts guys, and a huge leg. They had the Lego, um, a Lego version of the original Bo James Bond car. Oh shit! And people could sit in it. What? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I walk, because there's so much shit, I barely noticed it until I walked out the door. And yeah, it was a Lego version of the James Bond car. It was all, uh, whatever the, whatever the fuck, the Austin, whatever, the Austin Martin one. The old silver one. Hello. Yeah, and people were sitting in it, taking pictures with it. Uh, yeah, the Lego store is trippy. <laughs> the Lego store. They're just about to have the, um, the Mission Impossible premiere. Or no, they're going to have the uh, Oppenheimer premiere over there. Uh, at that place, that theater I was next to. Pretty soon. So, okay, let's get into this movie, guys. What is it about? They crash land. And then also, it's just weird shit. That just happens in the movie, left and right. Uh, if you're used to his type of um, movie making... Where it's just quick cuts, people talking and weird shit. Like Brian Cranston introduces the movie as a play. So he talks to you as the audience. Uh, and in the bottom right corner of the um, of the screen. You know, saying like, okay, this is a fictional play, blah, 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 about this guy, this guy, and this guy. So it's, uh, And then it, then it pans into the actual um, the play. And it shows the cast, and, it, and that's just a fancy way of showing the credits, you know? So it shows each individual person with their name underneath their name, sitting in the back. And then the play starts. So that's a way for him to get around all the supernatural shit that goes on, because like later on an alien spaceship comes down. 
uh, because an asteroid landed in their in their town. They built a town around the asteroid. Uh, and then an alien spaceship comes down and grabs the asteroid and takes it. And then they're like, what? What the fuck? This thing's been here for years. We built our town around it. Why would this alien take our asteroid? You know? And the alien's weird looking as fuck. It's like all black with these weird white eyes. Yeah, black with like silver eyes. Almost, look, It looks like a mask, you know? It's supposed to look fake. You know, because it's a play, right? So, and, and like the special effects, are so, like the alien spaceships, like this weird translucent green thing that comes down. Uh, he like picks it up. They're freaking out. They don't know what to do now. The fucking, the thing's missing. So then it po- then he comes down and leaves it again. And then he drops it and leaves it. And then boom, movie's over. Other shit happens, but I'm not going to spoil the whole thing for you guys. It's uh, and you find out in the post credits the alien was Jeff Goldblum, because you see him like getting his makeup done in the background uh, with the hat off, with the alien hat off. I'm like, oh, that's why it was moving so weird. Fucking Jeff Goldblum. This song, which would be very happy, is a hit for us in England. We hope you like it. It's called Island of Dreams. Yeah, very weird movie, man. Oh, well. Coming in hot. Hello. Check it. Is it worse? It's worth seeing. It's the hipster. He's the hipster as fuck director. So if you're into hipster shit, this is it right here, guys. This guy gave it a 6 out of 10. Few independent filmmakers have a style as unique and distinctive as Wes Anderson, whose signature authentic almost immediately recognized upon watching one of his films. Yet... His films are just not aesthetically engaging. So if you see, like, a lot of people on social media are recreating his film style and doing uh, Lord of the Rings intro or... Um, uh, what is another one? Like, or, ba- or Star Wars. They do Star Wars, Lord of the Rings in Wes Anderson style. So if you if you watch those, you'd be like, oh, that guy. So, yeah, I think he does Star Wars, Jaws, um, all the Lord of the Rings. Uh, uh, the Star Wars one, is that the one where they look all like fucking kind of like Flash Gordon-ish? Yes. Where, 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 the, guy, where the guy's talking, he's like, oh, over here is do-do-do-do-do. And then over, you know. Right? And it's all blah, 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 as R2-D2, and do-do-do, as C-3PO. What's the director's name again? Because I actually want to see exactly what we're talking about here. Wes Anderson. Do Wes Anderson's Star Wars... I can find well, it. I can find it, too. Right now, because you know me and anything Star Wars, I want to see what people are doing. I'll find it. We got some news on that that we got going on later. So, you, what do you rate this movie? Okay, hold on. Wes Anderson, Star Wars. He hates these, too, which is funny. The Wes Anderson, Star Wars audition tape. That's what it is. Okay, here we go. Wait, that's Conan? No, I don't want Conan. 
Okay, here it is right here. Star Wars Wes Anderson trailer. I'll play it. In a galaxy far, far away, prepare for a reboot like never before. This summer, Wes Anderson brings you a side of the Star Wars universe you've never seen before. The Galactic Menagerie. Join this ragtag crew of unlikely heroes as they navigate the absurdity of the cosmos, challenge the Empire, and redefine what it means to be a rebel. Our mission is simple. We steal the Emperor's artifact, save the galaxy, and maybe find ourselves along the way. For this mission, we'll need lightsaber, blaster, thermal detonator, paper airplanes, spare parts, and R2-D2. With a star-studded ensemble featuring the galaxy's most eccentric cast, the Galactic Menagerie is the most delightfully offbeat Star Wars adventure yet. Starring Timothy Chalamet, Scarlett Johansson, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum, William Defoe. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum as the Emperor. Hold on. William Defoe as uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. They have uh, Bill Murray as fucking uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, then you have uh, Scarlett Johansson as Leia. Uh, Timothy Chalamet as Luke, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Edward Norton as fucking uh, Han Solo. Jeff Goldblum as the Emperor is great. Uh, yeah, William Defoe's Grandma Tarkin. Adrian Brody as Chewbacca. <laughs> Owen Wilson as Darth Vader. Oh my god, okay, here. Play it. Where go? Oh, R2D. Oh. Timothy Chalamet, Scarlett Johansson, Edward Norton, Bill Murray. Jeff Goldblum, William Defoe, Adrian Brody, and Owen Wilson. Wow. Coming to theaters this summer. Wow. Yeah, so so he hates those. So, yeah, they do it with The Godfather. They do it with Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, yeah, so he hates those so much. So there you go, guys. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. <clears throat> now, this soundtrack on this shit is pretty banging, dude. out okay this guy gave let me see some low scores on this thing here before I give my score 2 out of 10 unmitigated bore of a film <laughs> this was a total disappointment from start to finish the entire consent it, it this <laughs> That it is a film 
with a play within a film is completely without interest. It seems to be a form of exercise in how far one can push a metaphor to the point to where it's lost any meaning. This guy gives it a 10 out of 10. No pun intended. If you're a fan of Wes Anderson, I wonder why you would read any reviews besides because your mind is made up anyway. On other hand, read on and maybe you'll see the point. You want to see? Wow. Uh, five out of ten. One out of ten. Here we go. This film was a huge. This film. What's the point of this movie? Question mark. This film was a huge letdown. <clears throat> This film is a huge letdown. It was absolutely boring. Nothing happens in the entire film aside from a UFO slash alien sighting, which was shown in the trailers. But that's all I had to say. One out of ten. Be careful. No entertainment. It's movie school teaching. As well known for the movies of Wes Anderson, there's no entertainment at all. And if there is a single funny thing in this movie, it was already the case for the French Dispatch. What? Okay. It's that... Wait. It's that it only seems to have made to feed conversation. 10 out of 10. So this is all over the board. 1 out of 10. 10 out of 10. You know, you're going to watch the movie. You're not really going for the story. You're going for the trippy... Like, you go stoned, and you go for the trippy directing and the way he's going to film it. That's what you really go for. And for the miniatures and the models and stuff. Here we go. One out of ten. Complete trash. Here we go. Complete trash. The worst movie I've ever seen in the entire century of my life. It was so boring, it felt like staring at a black screen for 10 hours. When I first saw the trailer, I thought, hmm, looked interesting. I thought, looked boring, but I could still saw it because I... Damn. Because I felt nothing ever happened in this movie in terms of storyline. It was not funny. The characters were boring. Only one person was cool. The movie, ma- the motel manager. It was a complete waste of time. It's funny. He wastes his time watching it. And then he wastes his time writing a review. It's like, well, I'm going to waste more time writing a review about this thing. These fucking... Hold on. Let me tell you what's going on here. Let me tell you what's going on. So, then... Okay, where's the other one? Here we go. Fabbit's Domino! He's all, my career can't get any lower than this. I'm not gonna do nothing else after this. Okay, here we go. Boom. Buffalo Springfield. So, yeah, yeah. 
Come on, brother. There's something happening. We listen to this one. Here we go. Skip it. I must be a teenager. I Midnight Cowboy. Then we got Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, and then we got Seabird. Fuck listens to this shit. Then we gotta take a look. Hello, you missed popcorn. There we go. The classic. So Wes Anderson's hipster movie is out. Asteroid City. If you want to feel like you know what filmmaking is and you're an ultra hipster and want to go there and show off to your girlfriend and go, see, I know this camera shot. This is a that's a Dutch angle, honey. Then you'll want to uh Then you'll want to uh the fuck motherfucker. Uh, what's another one? There it is. To the town of our free road, a stranger one fine day. Wouldn't they need? Alright, so. The stranger there among them had a big iron on his clip. Big iron on his clip. Big iron on his clip. It was early in the morning when he rode into the town. He came riding from the south side. It's like, this is music, son. This guy knows what music's all about. And running came the whisper from each lane. And he's here to do some. Some fucking bullshit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, this is music, son. It's like how you're listening to this with your dad. I'm just saying in general. Jesus, just calm down. Calm down. Just calm down, Chada. It's like, oh man, this was top 100 back in my day. <laughs> back in my day, this is top 100. Now, this is my top 100 right here. 
Isabella. Dean Martin. Hearts to play, tippy tippy tay. So tippy tippy tay, motherfucker, tippy tippy tay. Like my dad. When the stars. It's like you got that Dean Martin stars in the sky and that jukebox. Wasn't big on Sinatra, but they had some Dean Martin records. <laughs> All I know is Dean Martin from the cartoons. <laughs> We're just fucking just like, hey, motherfucker. Because <laughs> he was always pretty much drunk and he didn't deny it, bro. Oh, yeah, they were all drunk. Yeah, no, but no, dude, like, he was, like, infamous for always having, you know, a scotch on the rocks and with water in hand. Oh, yeah, you can uh, hear it, you can hear it in his voice. Or something like that, but literally, dude, all the time, like, he'd be on fucking Johnny Carson and drunk as fuck, and everybody knew it. Oh, yeah, dude, there was nobody thing that. Hey, I hear you're drunk. I hear you. A kid got killed in a car accident. Whoa, Dean. What are you talking about? I hang out with blacks. Sammy's my friend. So I punched his eye out. So tippy tippy tay. Hey, uh, he must have smelled so bad, dude. He's like, hey guys, he smelled like fucking an ashtray. And she's like, hey guys, it's me. Like, okay guys, clear the studio. Dean's coming in. He just smells like an old ashtray and fucking just scotch on the rocks. <sighs> I'm friends with Sam Cooke, man. Oh, you know Sam? Yeah. He's going to have a great career. Oh, okay. I think you don't. Come on, man. So that's, uh... So do I rate this piece of shit? Where'd it go? So that's Sam Cooke, man. Uh, oh. Oh. Do, uh... Oh, Asteroid City. Four to five ear holes. Three to five eye holes. Uh, three to five weird-looking aliens. Um, there's a commercial. <clears throat> Before the movie, they always show this commercial, right? Sorry. Oh, wait. Come... And and there's a chick, right? And for some reason, it's so weird. She's like, like mat, like she's sitting in like slacks, but just man spreading, like with like like sitting in the middle of the love seat, and her knees are spread like so no one could sit in the love seat. Like she's like, hey, I'm just one of the guys. I'm just like, what the fuck, bro? It's so weird. Oh man, it trips me out every time. She's like, hey, how's it going? I forget what the commercial's like, for. Bitch, are you getting comfortable or fixing to give birth? <laughs> I, I forget what the commercial's for, but it's just, I think it's showing like, see, women can sit like guys too, but they just overdo it. It's like, fucking, it's so weird. It's like, you don't have junk in between your legs, ladies. You know, there's a reason why we sit like that. And But they're like, no, you're manspreading. 
And then, uh, but this chick's like, it's like sit in the middle of a love seat and spread your legs, as, and she spread her legs as wide as possible, but like, <laughs> like laughing with her friends on the other two seats. You know, it's just so, it's a weird commercial, man. I see it all the time at the movie theaters. It throws me off. Uh, yeah, the big guy started sh uh, flipping stuff outside of the food store. That was funny. But yeah, man. Weird. All right, what do you got now as far as Star Wars news? Well, uh, there wasn't much information on it to begin with as far as I knew, but Star Wars Acolyte has been completely canceled and Disney has fired the writers and creators for it. Why? Well, I'm sure there's plenty of good reasons. Were they, were uh, they friends with Jonathan Majors? I... <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <clears throat> that's probably Cause, exactly why. Because he was fired for uh, domestic abuse. Oh, he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be their. Um, he was supposed to be their Thanos. He was supposed to be Marvel's Thanos, right? Uh, and then, then uh, somebody brings up these weird charges that have been now uh, falsified, I think. But just because he's tarnished, they can't bring him back. Like, oh, now, according to this particular piece, it says rumors are flying. So I don't know if it's actually true that Acolyte has been canceled. But rumors <laughs> are flying that Star Wars, the Acolyte, <clears throat> has been canceled at Disney following the firing of the showrunner, Leslie Headland. That's why they can't. They're like, we can't have a girl the running YouTuber this shit. The explained that Pasha found out from a source at Lucasfilm only referred to as quote-unquote sparrow 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 me the drama the upcoming series was given a soft cancellation yeah sparrow me your bullshit fucking sparrow the sparrow told me so so what's gonna have so what's happening now is what nothing they're, they're just basically <clears throat> pushing everything out until ahsoka does well then if that does well, then they'll do a spinoff from that show. No, they've got a bunch of other things in the work. They probably just got rid of Acolyte because of, like, who, who you know, they could have went over budget. It, it, it sounded weird, the, the way they were casting that show, the way every, you know, it was just like, what? It was very strange. And it was set uh, supposedly during the High Republic era and, I'm sure a lot of fans would have kind of been like, you know, fans of Star Wars, but not hardcore lame fans like me, you know, who just watch it to watch it because Star Wars. But, um, <laughs> you know, people that fucking just don't care, but like Star Wars, if you will, they'll be like, oh, okay, you lost me. Well, you they need I mean? to, well, yeah, they need to bring in like, remember when we first started watching Star Wars before we knew anything? You were fascinated about it. You know what I mean? You wanted to learn yeah, more about it. The Clone Wars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You and wanted you to learn more about it. You, I swear, when I was a little, little kid, I thought they were saying Cologne Wars. <laughs> no, dude. It's like, and watch no, out. No, I wasn't thinking like, you know, Cologne, you know, that you wear. Brute and Polo. Like, cologne, like, you know, like some kind of like, that's what they were calling one of their fucking like galaxies or something. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I mean. Like, you wanted to learn about that stuff. When you were a kid, they left it a mystery. 
Now nothing's a mystery, and they're running like out. Vader killed that dude's dad, dude. Like, there's your vendetta right there. You know, they're running out of um, good storylines because they're running it into the ground. That's what's happening. And they're like, we need to think of something original. They keep going off of the original storyline and trying to expand it. Yes, that's and the problem. I agree with that. I agree that it is time to start doing some new shit. Uh, I do feel like Mandalorian was really good. But come on, let's just be real. It was set in the same era, which spawned something that, which once again, in my opinion, was good. I don't think you really liked it, but I liked Book of Boba Fett. I did not know this, but and maybe you did, but I had no idea that Book of Boba Fett literally almost was straight up taken from pages of comic book to screen. I didn't know that there was already a story in the comic books where fucking Boba Fett, he had launched out of the mouth of the, you know, Sarlacc pit in the comic book. But he was attacked by Jawas and had his <clears throat> shit taken and shit just like in the comic book. There were similarities, but I had no idea. I thought that was a fresh angle. But anyway, my point is it takes place in the same time frame of the Star Wars universe. And I do agree. It's time for something new. Like, you know, I love some of the old Republic shit. Some of the trailers from the actual Star Wars Old Republic. It's fucking great, dude. Because it still has that Star Wars feel. It's got the Jedis. It's got something that's similar to like a imperial feel you know with the troopers and whatnot but it takes place in a different era nobody has any relation to skywalker or any of that bullshit that's what i'm saying i think they're gonna they're gonna they they're gonna have to cancel that ray trilogy they're putting out dude uh, you know what i i fucking i don't i don't know what to think of that dude so i gotta agree with you they, they, I think not, they're going to cancel it. Even, oh, I'm reluctant to agree with you. No, come on, dude. I, I'm with you on the whole idea of like, let's do some new shit. Like, just because you destroyed her story doesn't mean you have to remake it again. You know, or make it like, oh, now she's training two Jedis. I wonder who they are. They're the sons of other people you might have heard of before. Or the son and daughter. And they're both biracial, of course. So then <laughs> Mark Hamill said in an interview and it wasn't in a negative way. He was just saying he is done with Star Wars. He's done. Good. He should be done. It's like, come on. They're dro- they drove it in the ground. They ruined his character. <laughs> it's like, what, what more do you want? <laughs> like, come on. Like, like Luke was on good footing until all these m- new movies came out. <laughs> oh, dude, dude. Uh, Mark Hamill was very vocal all the way up to when he was like on, you know, like, uh, I want to say it was, um, God damn it. One, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it was Jimmy Fallon. One of the Jimmy's, <laughs> but anyway, um, he was very vocal about how he said, yeah, when I first read the script, I was like, ah, uh, and I went to James, right? James Abrams. Isn't he the one who directed him? Uh, the not all of them. The first the first one and then the third one. Yeah, the first and third. Okay. Anyway, he said, I do not like what you did with my character. I do not agree <clears throat> with it. But with that being said, 
I'm here to do my job. Well, no, that's who he said. That's what he said to Ryan Johnson. No. Yes, about the last Jedi. From what I understand. No, it was Ryan Johnson. uh, It was Ryan Johnson about the last Jedi. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, that makes sense because Ryan Johnson directed, you know, the one with actual Luke. Yeah. You know, Luke is like what? Turns around, sees a hand, sees a hand extended with a lightsaber in it. He's just like, what the fuck. He takes it, and he's got his mechanical hand, and then that's the end. And I love the beginning. I just throws it. It's like, oh, well. Well, and also, dude, also, I've got to say that that fucking particular movie is like, of all of the movies, that one Star Wars has got to be where is. It is used so much. It's like... In the beginning, when fucking uh, Finn wakes up in that little hibernation healing tank or whatever, and he's walking around in that fucked up suit, dripping water all over the place, and Poe comes up to him, and he's like, oh, buddy, buddy, let's get you in some car. Are you all right? First things he asks asks him is, where's Ray?" right? And then after Ray sees Luke, and Luke finally goes, okay, whatever, and goes to the fucking Falcon, he's just all, wait. Where's Han? Well, yeah, well, it goes on and on through the, the whole, the, whole fucking that whole movie. There's always this. Where's this person? Where's that person? Like at one point, Poe was like, "Where's fucking so and so or whatever." It's really crazy. I just noticed that there's a lot of wait. Where's this person? And then it'll go to their scene. Wait, where's this person? Boom, go to their scene. Yeah, it's just it's a horrible movie. It's not good. Like it. I'll admit it. I didn't like it. I didn't. Li- I didn't like the last I like two. It as a standalone story, but you know, because it's Star Wars, cool characters and what, not. But um, I didn't like fucking. <laughs> Remember, dude. I mean, I don't know about you, but I was kind of excited about the al- idea of fucking. Benicio del Toro, man. Hey, man. Benicio del Toro. Oh, yeah, he he part, did a lot. And his part was fucking lame. <laughs> That's it, dude. Yeah, he was lame. Uh, yeah, yeah, the whole movie was lame. I, I, lo- I loved uh, The Force Awakens, even though it was a rehash of fucking New Hope, but whatever. I was still sucked up in the hype. I love that. I liked the score. I liked all that stuff. And then Last Jedi, I was like... And then the other ones all... Yeah, I was like, yeah, we're going into a great new story. Pure. <laughs> uh, the continuity wasn't there. It was just lost. Fans, fans. I mean, hardcore fans like me. I was just like, whatever at this point. When Leia flo- floated back, I was like, no. No, 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 no. How people went off about fucking Palpatine being revived. That was just. That so was funny. horrible, too. It was like, we've run out of ideas. <laughs> Palpatine is still alive. It's like, what? I don't know how, but oh, it's like, bullshit. <clears throat> it's like, bullshit. That's like, come on. That's the worst. That's slapping fans in the face going, you will buy anything. And we did go see it. You know what I mean? It's like, you're just insulting us at this point. Taking advantage of our fandom. 
I'm like, you'll see whatever we put out. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> you know, right? Right? You'll see whatever we put out. Oh, I don't want that. Okay, so Star Wars raping fans of their friends or of their uh, money. Take advantage of everybody. But this movie here, I saw it uh, opening night, one night only, guys. The first uh, sweet uh, Swedish um, sweet ploy- Swedish exploitation film, a Swedish uh, exploitation film, grindhouse style called No, not called you, Sam Cook. Called Mad. Heidi. Mad Heidi. So before the film starts, okay. They're playing like I think they're no they're playing some weird um Swedish music or Scottish music or some shit like that. But before the film starts, okay, they have Questions. It's all famous people in Switzerland. From Switzerland, Albert Einstein, physicist, Robert Fielander, Rogue Fielander, tennis player, Louis Chevrolet, car maker, H.R. Giger, art designer. Fun fact about Sweden, although one in... Only one-tenth the size of California, Sweden has 7,000 lakes, 200 mountains, takes up 60% of the country's land mass. Switzerland is home of world's largest staircase, which is 11,674 steps and 1,196 meters long. That's 5,476 feet, or 391 stories. Let me ask this. What? What? The shot where in the trailer where it shows her all like on a hillside with the mountain in the background, is that the sound of music shot? Yeah. Yeah. They're, They're making fun of it. There's a lot of homages to all these old movies too. These guys are basically like the, um, uh, these Are filmmakers. You kidding me? This trailer is fucking fantastic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. These filmmakers are basically the uh, um, oh, uh, Shaun of the Dead of Sweden. You know those two guys. You know, it's like that type of shit. These guys are huge fans of all that stuff. Uh, the Bad cheese. Wild, dude. No fucking way. So we got. So. Hold, hold on a second. I'm still reading this. What? Can I read the synopsis here? Hold on a second. I'm still reading the. I'm still reading the um, stuff. Oh, okay. The cheese that this is the stuff they showed me as I was sitting here waiting for the movie to start. So it said Mad Heidi underneath. 
the cheese that America known as Swiss cheese is actually called A. Imburgunder B. Ampenzerler C. Gargander or D. Tendemorter What do you say it is? A, B, C, or D? Make a guess. Namalas. Okay, the cheese that may... Okay, here we go. Before shooting the film, star Alice Lucy did combat for training for A, two and a half days, B, two and a half weeks, C, two and a half months, Or D, two and a half years. I'm going to say she's probably been training all her life, so who knows. No, the answer is, God damn it. Oh, there it is. The answer is two and a half weeks. It's it's a very indie film. Uh, Switzerland is home to the world's largest machine, CERN Hadron Collider, the world's largest energy particle. A uh, 17-mile-long tunnel near the Swiss city of Geneva, 574 feet below the Earth's surface. Besides inventing watches, the Swiss army knife, the Swiss also invented Velcro, Aluminum foil, white chocolate, absinthe, hell of a font, and musela. What is used to make fondue? Oil, chocolate, cheese, or any of the above? All of the above. Ew. Star Casper Van Dien also acted in which film? Starship Troopers, Sleepy Hollow. Alita Battle Angel, or D, all of the above? I say D, all of the above, and boom! Got it. Fun fact, LSD was first made in Switzerland by chemist Albert Hoffman. He took the very first acid trip in 1943. Uh, he was conducting tests for a a migraine cure when he accidentally absorbed the LSD compound through his fingertips. Zorch, Switzerland is the third most expensive city in the world to live in. However, the average salary is 105000 a year. Which is 120000 per year. Hovey, I'm not living there anytime soon. <laughs> Jesus! This is Mad Heidi. All right, you want to read the synopsis? Hey, man. Huh? 
go ahead, man. Go ahead. Why are you eating? Read it with a full mouth, goddammit. <laughs> okay. Swiss mountain girl Heidi is abducted by brutal government troops and must defend herself and fight a war against cheese-fueled machinery of hate in a dystopian Switzerland that has fallen under the fascist rule of an evil cheese tyrant. Heidi lives under the pure and simple life of the Swiss Alps. Grandfather, Apoli, does his best to protect her, but yearning for freedom soon gets into trouble in the dictator's henchmen. The innocent girl transforms herself into a kick-ass female fighting force who sets out to liberate the country from the insane cheese fascists. With Switzerland under the autocratic leader and cheese migrant President Mili, sweet Swiss mountain girl Heidi sees her picture-perfect tur world turned upside down when she catches the eye of an authoritarian regime. Oh, authoritarian. Yeah, whatever. Heidi now is a choice. So now, ultraviolet. The best part is, uh, like, she has her boyfriend, right? This is this is what gives her uh, her power. Not her powers. What makes her want to beat people up? Her boyfriend is making cheese, right? Like he's making like killer cheese. He's known as the Cheese Man, or no, the Goat Man, or something like that. I see if it has the cast. It should have them in there. You know, it's a comedy. It's a, you know. There, he's known as Goat Pita. They're, oh, Goat Pita, your cheese is so good. He's like, I know it's so good. I'm Goat Pita. You know, so. So Goat Pita's cruising around, like, making sick cheese, you know, selling it to people to where it's just melting in their mouth. And now the cheese dude... The Casper uh, Van Dien's a cheese baron, and he wants to make the best cheese. So anybody else who makes cheese that's not his cheese, they're going to kill. Right? So he's like the dictator of cheese. So anybody... So he's just... So all they eat is cheese. So like, oh, you don't want your plate of cheese? It's just like brie fondue or brie uh, some... Like at one point, they pour a, a hot fondue, boiling fondue on a dude's face. So, ah! Um, oh, that in the trailer. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. They they pour the fondue. It's like waterboarding, but with cheese. So they uh, so then so so cheese zombies or something. What the fuck was that? Uh, the cheese. Oh, that that was later on when they get this cheese, and it's so weird that when they eat it. It sort of melts their brain, and they and the, he found out like he's like oh he's like turn around go this way. He found out that they are controlled. He's like yes, I will have an army of of my own. So he he tricks all these world leaders into eating the cheese later, so he can control them. That that's his plan. You know, he's like I'll get the world leaders over here, and then I'll bring them over here and control them by making them eat this special cheese that we just made. <laughs> right? So that's his plan. <clears throat> but meanwhile, Heidi... So before that, they went to the small town, found out Heidi's dude, the cheese guy, who she's fucking, uh, is um, 
is out is what uh, got caught selling cheese by the and the, and they're basically Nazis. They have the red stripe. They 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 don't say it. They're basically Nazis. So the, and it's basically Nazis against Jews. You know, if you look at it that way, that's basically what it is. It's like, oh, you've been selling cheese again, have you? He's like, no, I haven't. So he takes a a uh, rocket launcher, but it, but it's a crossbow with like you know uh, a like a uh, an RPG at the end of it, right? But point blank range at the back of this dude's head, and it shoots him, and, you, and it's you know it's low budget. It blows his head up, and you can see it split in four sections, and blood squirts out of it. It's like, it's like <laughs> so she's like, what the fuck? So she gets caught. So he blew her boyfriend's head up pieces. Yeah. <laughs> While she's watching from the sidelines, you know, hiding. And they're like, oh, no. He's like, now that'll teach you. And everyone's like, oh, my God. You know, and, they're, and they eat his cheese like, it's really good, sir. Like, no, no one will have cheese better than me. Stop. He takes the cheese. Brings it to Homeboy. Homeboy is like, fuck, this is hella good. Let's try to duplicate it. And that's when they get the zombie cheese. <laughs> the, oh, let's try to duplicate this cheese right now that we have. Nope. Sorry. So then Heidi. So then they go to the house. You know, because they see Heidi. Um, like I know they chase Heidi. That's right. Heidi screams after they blow up the boyfriend. I'm like, get her! Chase to the house. The grandfather comes out. Um, and they shoot the grandfather. No, the grandfather shoots a guy with his bullet. And then that guy with the machine gun ends up shooting all these uh, gas cans that are underneath the barn that the grandpa's sitting in. Blows up the barn. So the grandpa, in turn, basically kills himself by shooting himself. Uh, by shooting that guy, and it knocks over the barn. It's like, whatever. But then, um... <laughs> then, then they trap Heidi, take her hostage. She escapes, uh, learns martial arts and how to fight uh, from this barbarian lady. Uh, oh, and these two huge... I swear to God, like, they look like men, like bodybuilder women. They look like, I think they're men as posing as women. Massive, just steroid ridden. They're like the bullies in the prison. And they're constantly just dunking her face in the toilet. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Uh, it's a two hour movie. Let me see. Um, oh. Only an hour and 32 minutes. Is it? Yeah. But it's a weird... A weird, like, um... It's, like, modern, but not. You know? Very low budget. Everyone in the town hates the dictator. He comes in. He basically is gonna use Miley... Or Millie, or whatever her name is... For like uh, to be like his girl at, when the dictators come, so it looks like he's cool. But she's like, "Fuck you!" And they end up um, like they end up like, "Oh, you don't want any." They end up like trying to feed her cheese constantly. She doesn't want to eat it. 
So uh, that means she's a traitor because she doesn't want to eat the cheese. If you don't, no, if you're lactose intolerant, that's what it is. Like when they when they uh, bring you into the prison, they shove a piece of cheese into your mouth, and one la- one chick's like uh, one chick likes all spit it out, and they just shoot her in the back of the head. <clears throat> They're totally against lactose intolerance. That's what it is. <laughs> it's insane. Because I bet you there's nobody who's lactose intolerant in Switzerland because they all eat cheese, right? I don't know. Is that the joke? I have no idea. Uh, what else happens with Mad Heidi? Neutralizer. Death to the fatherland. Cheese factory. President Ultra Swiss. These are the, uh, this is the score, guys. Uh, So she ends up going to this uh, event and splitting dudes open, like cutting them in half. It doesn't show everything because it's low budget. Like, they, they shoot a bunch of people, massacre them all with machine guns, but it just shows the aftermath of them lying around with blood. It doesn't show any of them taking a bullet. You know, they cut corners like that. But, you know, you have to give them leeway. It's a uh, uh, l- ultra low budget all fan base like the only uh, it was fan funded movie so this movie was funded by fans to get it released in the theaters for one night uh, I heard about it just by seeing a trailer I'm like oh that looks interesting boom bought my ticket 20 bucks $20 tickets only just fine I'll pay for 20 bucks maybe the next movie will be better but still Oh, oh, actually, they're going to do a, a sequel to this one. You know, very um, grindcore-style movie. It's uh, uh, Mad Heidi and somebody else. Some other lady who lost her leg. I forget. I don't want to spoil it. She's in the sidecar with a minigun. So that's it. The sidecar of a motorcycle with a minigun. Mad Heidi minigun. Yeah, just insane. What did you think of the trailer song? It looks like, like you said, you know, it's got a lot of comedy angles to it. A lot of over-the-top violence. Um, like I said, that fucking trailer featured the guy having his face poured, having fucking, what is that, fucking... Here we go. Whatever kind of cheese just fucking poured all over his face. Here's the severe gore, guys. There are multiple scenes with over-the-top, including heads getting split open, rib cages ripped open, with beating hearts inside, giant holes in man's torso, etc. The gore is intensely cartoonish and comical in nature. Very like like Monty Python, you know, type stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy gets his rib cage ripped open. Uh, I'm trying to think of the others. You know, it's clearly fake. But, you know, you know what you're going in there for. There was a bunch of, like, everyone in there was laughing at it. You know, they are into it. So, you know. That's how it is, guys. Heidi. Hi, my name is Heidi. Yo, ba-ba-da-ba-lighty. Motherfucker shit, yeah. 
fan fan uh fan soundtrack, I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, the directors. Let's get into the directors. What did they do? Give them some credit. Yarman Harman. Yarman Hartman. Johansson Hartman. And one other. What did Johansson Hartman direct? He directed Deadlocked in 2013. Habelschaft in 2011. And that's about it, guys. This is his biggest movie yet. Heidi. 2022. Uh, they introduced the movie. They came on, not not in life, but uh, in the um, in a trailer. Like, thank you so much for watching Kela Heidi uh, or Mad Heidi. So it means so much. This is a completely fan funded movie. Uh, I'm like, oh, and everyone, all the actors were. Um, we're barely paid. They're doing it more for the love of the film. You know, all the actors and actresses. It's funny, man. If you're into, um, like, funny, over-the-top violence, you know, it's the first Swedish sweet-ploitation film. You know, we, we witnessed it here, guys. Heidi. There's going to be a lot more. These guys are going to be the uh, Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost of Switzerland. That's what, they, that's what they're going to aim to be. That's what they're probably going to be. They're going to be picked up by Marvel and then their whole career is going to blow up. Star Wars. They're going to be directing the new Star Wars trilogy pretty soon. I think that's what's going to happen with this shit. Check, check. Happening, check. With this, check, check. Death to the fatherland. Oh, and also, um, she fights a big bull guy, severs his nuts off. His nuts drop. Uh, he's bleeding out, still comes after him. Uh, throws, throws a spear through another dude. Impales him onto the ground. Just hilarity, guys. It's funny, it'll be on VOD in a week. Most likely with these independent movies. Speaking of which, um... Okay, what do I rate this before we go to an... Okay, Mad Heidi. Two to five arrows, two to five owls, two to five, um... Milk enemas. So the, the, the um, bad guy gets a, a milk prong from one of those containers shoved up his ass and milk starts coming out of his mouth. It's like, ah! So, yeah. So, that was funny. Um, Jasper Van Dien's character? Yeah. How he goes out? Uh, yeah. They're just like, yeah! Uh, let's see. Let's see, I let a motorcyclist through traffic and he gave me the peace sign on the way there. Uh, that's about it that happened there. Uh, the other thing I was gonna do. God damn it. Yeah, okay. Three to five year olds, guys. So, if you like ultra violence and. 
comedy. This is your movie for you guys. Mad Heidi. Madity. If you like ultra violence with your games, guys, or with your stuff, Mad Heidi. Mad Eddie. <clears throat> All right, you got anything? Or. God damn, where'd it go? Yeah, do you have anything? No? Okay, here we go. Bam. I've just got news towards oh. the end of the show, but that's just okay. towards the end of the show. Go ahead. Boom, I got it. I got it, guys. I got it. Uh, okay, so, whatever. I'll just go to Murphy Dies. No, do the Banshee. So we'll do, uh, I got RoboCop director's uh, cut tickets uh, coming up very soon. I think in September. First time in the theater for director's cut. So when that Ed 209 goes off on the dude, yeah. So I think that'll be great. Uh, what's the other thing I got? Oh, I got um, Terminator tickets for uh, Terminator 2. Or no, Terminator 1, I mean. The first Terminator. Terminator 1 Electric Boogaloo. Uh, what else do I got tickets for? Seeing that in Dolby or something? No, it's only it's it's in a good theater, but it's not in Dolby. That'd be like I saw the Matrix re-released in um in a Dolby theater, and that was sick. I went and saw it twice. So it's a pure war. I'm like this is the way it should have sounded in '98, but no. So yeah, they re-released it in Dolby theater. Of course, it's gonna be there. I'm like fuck yeah. Fell asleep once, not the second time though. <laughs> I woke up. I was like, what? He's already flying out of the phone booth. It's like, oh. He just flew away? Damn it. I like when Alien came out. I saw that twice in the theater. When they re-released that. That was awesome. Uh, I just Like I said, I just saw Blade Runner in the theater. I saw Scarface a while ago. Airplane was funny as fuck in the theater. Um, other goddamn movies. So yeah, so next week I'm going to uh, Indiana Jones: The Dial of Destiny. We'll see. I'm gonna go to IMAX for that one to see how that is. But I don't know, guys. <laughs> Oh, Marty. They have the, um, oh, I got my, um, oh, uh, what's it called? Tom Cruise, uh, Mission Impossible tickets for IMAX. Uh, got, oh, Enter the Dragon tickets 
That's re-releasing for a 50-year anniversary for Enter the Dragon. Jesus. 50 years? That sounds about right. Uh, where the other thing go? Uh, oh, also... Whew, man. So 50 years for... Has it been 50 years? Jesus. Uh, I don't know. 50 years for what? Uh, 50 year anniversary of Enter the Dragon. Yeah, I believe that shit. 1972, 73. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's about right, yeah. Okay, so, uh, real quick. Halo. Uh, season 4 is just released. Infection. For people that still play it, now it's being populated a lot because now they put in a rank system. So now the ranking whores are just like, you know, grinding away. So I've noticed an uptick in players. And an uptick in the tryhards also. You know. All the people are just like, I want to get the best. I want to be number one. Okay, I want to, you know. I just play the game. And kick back. But yeah, it's the fourth season. Infection is the new game type. There's two new maps. There's like an Ewok type map. That's what I'm calling it. It's like Ewok Village. But uh, Infection is the new game type. So you start off infected. Uh, you stab somebody. They become infected. So now it becomes like four against five. So then you become the last person alive against four infected. Or five infected, I think. I killed... I killed four in a row, but not the last one. So then they all come after you, and there's a beacon out for your head. They know exactly where you are, so they're just... Bo- so it's like, come on. I don't know. It's a weird game type. I'm still playing it, though, once in a while. And then there's uh, free-for-all game types. Tutorial you have, like, you know, it's like, f- fuck around, more or less. You have, um... Uh, what is it? When you jump, it's almost like zero gravity, so you jump and almost float in the air. So it's like a floaty, jumpy, floaty level. And they still have the forge stuff. Um, I'm still liking it though, man. It's still the uh, the tightest gunplay out there. For a first person shooter, for me anyway. Uh, and I'm used to the guns and the way it moves and everything by this point. So yeah guys, Halo. Season four. Is out now for a hundred season pass. You can buy it, I think, for 20 bucks. Uh, if you don't want to buy the season pass, you can still play. You just won't get all the cool perks and uh, cool little armor pieces, so you won't look real cool when you're getting shot in the face. Uh, that's the only difference. But other than that, you can still play. You just won't get all the cool armor pieces. That's about it. Which I guess is stupid. You should, um, I think you can earn them. Without buying the battle pass, but I'm not sure. You should be able to. It should be just like a slower progression or something like that. But anyway, guys, that's Halo. Halo. Whoa, shit. Halo Season 4. Finally. I finished the last season before I left for... I think it was from April... 
No, it's from March until May. No, March until June. No, no, it was April. Yeah, it's April till June. It's three months. I finished it before I went to uh, London. So that's the way you do it, guys. This one, I'm on level 10. Right now, I'm just getting like weird armors and all that stuff. But come on and play, guys. Play some multiplayer. Play some infection. Uh, play some... Uh, <laughs> Halo. And I'm also playing Diablo 4 with my wife. I just got level 50 prestige. Meh. Uh, still playing the Necromancer. So the Necromancer, uh, he has deadites that float around with him. I have like five sorcerers behind me, and four and a golem, and four uh, armored dudes, and they just go and attack everything for me. They do all my dirty work. So that's all. That's fun. I'm chipping away at that game. Like, people have already finished that game, which is ridiculous. They're just like, shush, shush, I gotta finish that game to, shush, to say that I finished it. Like, calm down. Just play the game, goddammit. Just chill out. All these streamers and everything and social media people have sort of ruined video games for the average gamer because it's making them think that they have to finish the game to fit into the conversation. I need to finish the game, so, so Jamboy347... Uh, I can I can listen to a stream again and be in on the conversation. You know, that's what's happening. Jamboy347, just calm down. Just chill, brother. Just chill. Uh, what else you got? Uh, as far as news? Yeah. Well, supposedly Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are going to fight. And it's going to be arranged by the guy who has founded UFC. So we shall see if Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk actually truly step in the ring because as it stands right now, they have both agreed. So we'll just see how that unravels here over the next couple weeks or so. <laughs> Another sports news, if you will. Michael Jordan sold his ownership of the Hornets. He no longer fully owns the Charlotte Hornets. He just has a little share in it now. It's not that he needs the money. He just didn't want to own them anymore. So he sold them. He's like, I don't need that shit. And of course, we've all heard that the Ocean Gate submarine imploded. And all five aboard are dead. I called that shit from from. Uh, I'm like they imploded. That's what, I, that's what I was saying. I'm like they're dead. They're like they're at the bottom. I'm like no. For how shitty that how, how shitty that thing sounded. It was built. They totally imploded, dude. Yeah, dude, garbage. Hikers yeah. in Southern California came across what authorities believe may be the remaining the remains of uh, Julia Sands, who was the actor who's been missing. Since January. Julia, who's that? Uh, he was the guy who played Warlock. I had to look it up because I'm like, he kind of. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Warlock. They found Warlock's remains? Yeah, he's gone, dude. Uh, Supposedly. We're not sure yet. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but they're pretty sure it's him. Dude, Warlock's because, his best role, dude. I love that movie. 
That's pretty much his only role. You know what I mean? He's done other things, but that was pretty much his only role. Well, for me as a kid, I'm like, oh, shit, a, a male witch is called a warlock? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Totally. <laughs> I had no idea either. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Making fucking deficit pick of the week, guys. Warlock. Check it out, man. Uh, R.I.P. Warlock. Yeah, dude. And, and like in a bizarre, like almost movie-like twist of events, the Russian hired military contractor group or mercenaries, however you want to put it, they prefer contractor, but fucking mercenary group, Wagner group, went and invaded a section of fucking Russia because of their accusations of doing war crimes. They've come to an agreement that they're now moving on to Belarus and they're not going to fucking do anything. But how strange is that? Well, we'll see what happens. Ah. We'll see but what the happens. Elon Musk thing and the Zuckerberg thing, like, I don't know, dude. Like, there's a good chance, as funny as it sounds, Zuckerberg might be able to fucking take him down because Zuckerberg is, like, heavily into jujitsu, dude. And from <clears throat> what I understand, he's actually pretty good at it. Well, it was funny. He was, um, <clears throat> uh, he was undercover at Woodside High School. He had, he had a tournament over there, but he was wearing a hat and a mask the whole time until he went up against his opponent. And the guy's like, what the fuck? You know, because <laughs> he's trying to stay incognito, you know, before he went out and did his match. But yeah, uh, and he argued because they said he lost, but he argued that he won. So he argued with the referee. And I oh, think Zuckerberg he did. Yeah. And I think he won. It was like a, a, a BJJ tournament. And I think he won. But I'm not much sure. Yeah, by arguing, going, come on, guy, I'm going to take my limo out of here. You know? <clears throat> so he's secretly going around the Bay Area getting in jujitsu tournaments. So, yeah, he is a lot more trained than, uh, than, than Elon. As far as I know what Elon's done, I have no idea. And I'm not <clears throat> sure if Elon Musk actually was aware of this. I'm sure, like, I'm sure he was. Elon Musk is apparently, from what I've seen, he was the instigator. He was uh, like, oh, yeah, dude, I'll fucking, I'll fight you in a cage match or whatever. And fucking uh, Zuckerberg replied, when and where? Like, uh-oh. <clears throat> yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. It's just a more of a, um, it's more to keep these two guys in the spotlight. You know, it's like, hey, how can we keep ourselves relevant? Like, well, let's make a straight feud. Let's make a fake feud. Multi-billionaire CEOs wasn't enough. What well, the, the fuck? They're attention whores, man. You know, once they get that uh, spotlight, you know, they're, they're attention whores. I can, I'll drive over to Mark Zuckerberg's house right now and talk to him. Go, hey, buddy. You got to chill out. <laughs> you got to chill out on that, brother. Talk to him Hulk Hogan style. Well, hey, brother. You gotta chill out on that one, brother. These Hulkamaniacs out here don't like your... Uh, we don't like what you're putting out here, brother. You're putting out negative energy, brother, for all the Hulkamaniacs. Let's see. Uh, so, where's the... Uh, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson... Oh, they're going to do a live read of Back to the Future. 
with Ben Swartz to star as Marty McFly. Drew, that's the only one I care about. Like, eh, whatever. Uh. Oh. Did you hear about all the Xbox um, trials and stuff like that going on? <clears throat> so there, I think I think it's over here. I don't know if it's the Bay Area or somewhere. I'm not sure. But the the FTC, how they um, how basically PlayStation is saying that uh, that they won't have PlayStation on. Um, like they won't give Activision any um if if Xbox goes to Activision, PlayStation says Activision will not get any uh feedback for the PS6. So basically saying we're not gonna have your games on there. I'm like, what? It's very weird, man. Are so you sure about that? That sounds pretty absolute, dude. It's weird. So what I'm saying is and also and Xbox is saying, if we buy Activision, Call of Duty will remain on PlayStation. Okay? That's what they're saying. No matter what, Call of Duty will remain on PlayStation. And PlayStation is saying that Xbox is a monopoly. Xbox basically conceded to the console wars. They're like, uh, we've lost the console wars. We're a weak company. Basically saying that to, uh, you know, to tell the the federal trade commission that we're not that big of a deal please let us buy activision and blizzard right so um so this is going on and also the head of um xbox is over there getting his uh what is it on trial you know and so what i'm saying is they're gonna be oh you can have so when they this is when they buy Activision, right? They're all okay, you can have Call of Duty, it'll remain. So what what Xbox I think is gonna do, right? They're gonna change the name of Call of Duty to just Modern Warfare. Right? So anything Call of Duty, PlayStation can have. They still have it. It's called Call of Duty. We told you you could have Call of Duty. Right? So they're gonna start up just modern warfare. Right? Instead of Call of Duty, they're switching the name. That's the loophole I think they're going to get around. Uh, and that's how PlayStation's not going to have Call of Duty. They're going to still have Call of Duty, but they won't have whatever they're going to rename it when it goes to Xbox. <laughs> I just think it's funny how Sony is accusing fucking Xbox of shit when Sony, as I recall, was actually trying to purchase Division 2. They were. That's why they were trying to buy. And they were also trying to buy. Make, they were also trying to make Starfield an exclusive to PlayStation. And that's when Xbox bought Bethesda because they were trying to make that move. They're like, no, motherfucker. You know? So, they're, yeah, they were trying to make it an exclusive. And, and, they, and the, this is all coming out. It wasn't too. Long. I mean, it is now. It doesn't seem like it, but I mean, isn't it safe to say over a year ago, Xbox and Sony, PlayStation, but is owned by Sony, 
agreed that no we're gonna cross platform that way we can all play together on the same networks and shit well that was just for certain games that was just for like like you know fortnite or minecraft or you know or blizzard game you know yeah that cross play will still be there but they also have been found out that they kept all of the final fantasy games they paid to keep them off of an xbox system so that's why you don't see like for all the Final Fantasy fans out there. I'm not one, but it's a huge franchise. Oh, my wife is, dude. You know, that's what I mean. I, they paid. I enjoy watching it. Yeah, they paid she's, to keep she's a like old school one, but because some of them now, dude, like they're weird. But they paid to keep 16, which just came out off of Xbox, and that just came out of the uh, that that just came out of the whole thing, and people are like, what the fuck. And so also the, um, the, the, I think uh, Xbox is going to have Bethesda by the end of the week, or by the end of next week, just because they, they, have, they have no footing. They have nothing anymore, and pl- PlayStation's uh, just looking really bad. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm glad you said that, because that's my opinion right now, and I'm Dude, I'm not biased. Like, we have both, so I don't give a fuck. I like both. But yeah. to see to see the way they're playing shit, not saying that, you know, Xbox isn't kind of doing some hardball shit, too, but damn, fucking Sony's going for, like, straight samurai fucking go for the throat in the video game industry. So, yeah, so the... So the- <laughs> Yeah, so that that's what's happening. Yeah, they're trying to fuck them over. So they're like, whatever. So PlayStation's just looking really bad in this. So that's pretty funny. And then they're going to have... And then the, also they just put out... They've stated that the new Indiana Jones game is going to be exclusive to Xbox. And that's that's a Bethesda game. And that was a, and that's a LucasArts game. And everyone's like, no, that would be multi-platform. Because it's Lucas. And it's Indiana Jones, and people need to have, you know. And so, yeah, it's going to be exclusive to Xbox, made by Machine Games. So we'll see. I don't know if it'll be any good, but it's another exclusive that Xbox has. Uh, And then... PlayStation. PlayStation, um, I don't know what their deal is. They They have a lot of good exclusives. But they're all basically the same. They're over-the-shoulder, third-person, action-adventure, or fantasy. Those two. Uh, they don't have racing games. They don't have shooters. You know, they're, they, they have story-driven, like, very well-told like story-driven, like, 30-hour games. You know, that's what PlayStation has. But, you know, I'm not paying 70 bucks for 40 hours worth of a game. Like, no. You know, and uh, I'll pay for Game Pass. Game Pass is a lot better deal for what you're getting. I don't know. So, uh, let's see. Uh, The U.S. military admits to altering the weather. Uh, What else happened? Oh, Oliver Stone. Hated John Wick Chapter 4. What a surprise. Oh, because uh, it was violent, right? Because he didn't think of it. 
So okay, so these are the games coming out Truth to Game Pass. Known, right? Truth be known, because he didn't think of <clears throat> These are the games coming to Game Pass. Here we go. So we got Bramble, June twenty seventh. Experimental, June July fourteenth. Texas Chainsaw, August eighteenth. Starfield, September sixth. Lies of Peace, September nineteenth. Payday three, September twenty first. Lamplighters, October thirst. Forza Motorsport, October tenth. And Cities, October 24th. So if you had to pay for all nine of those games on a PlayStation for 70 bucks, that would cost you $630. But these are all going to be on Game Pass in the next couple of months. That's totally worth it, guys. Come on. You got to watch it. Uh, what's the other thing we got before we get out of here? Oh, oh! Here's the uh, here's the Daisy Ridley Star Wars synopsis. Set roughly 15 years after Rey's victory over Palpatine, bullshit, and the end of Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, the sequel delves into Rey's courageous endeavor to restore the Jedi Order, where she assumes the role of mentor. That sounds boring, dude. It's like uh. It's like the what's that that uh, Jane Doe medicine woman? What was the name of that? Me, uh, God damn! What is it? Medicine woman? I don't know. They're doing a. a let's see. Oh, um, Hannibal director or creator Brian Fuller is and and star Mads Mikkelsen. Reunite to begin filming a new movie called Dust Bunny. Follows a girl who ropes her neighbor into coming up a scheme to kill the monster under her bed. <coughs> I don't know if that'll be any good. <clears throat> we'll see, guys. Um, oh, I saw a guy at um, Hillsdale the other day. Uh, with boxing gloves on, punching the light posts. I was like, oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> He's just beating him up. There was a time when the police would be like, hey, uh, you all right there, buddy? Now no one gives a shit. What the fuck, dude? That's what I'm saying. Well, like I was saying, in San Francisco, there's a guy doing speed, literally 20 feet away from cops, smoking it. And the cops are sitting there on their phone. It's like, well, look at this new thing on Twitter today. You know. So that's what's happening. Um, uh, Let's see. People are worried about AI taking over because AI did the intro for the new Secret Invasion uh, Marvel show that's on Disney Plus with Sam Jackson. Samuel Jackson. So... Uh, the whole remake was done with AI, or the whole intro was done with AI, and people are saying it's lazy. But I think AI is going to take over in probably the next 10 years. Yep, so actors, kiss your asses goodbye. With A- actors, fuck. writers, artists. Yep. Uh, everybody. We it's, are useless. It's going to be crazy. It's a bad time. Uh, musicians. Uh, everything 
What once it's down to where it doesn't sound like shit, like people try to do AI Kurt Cobain, it doesn't sound good at all because he can't really recreate that. Uh, it sounds like shit. Um, some of it works, some of it doesn't. But yeah, within the next, or maybe it's there right now, guys. You know, as I said before, maybe we're in the Matrix right now. You know, and we're trying to fight our way out. Uh, let's see. So yeah, it's gonna take over everything. And what's the other thing before we get here? Uh, Ghostbusters wrapped filming is gonna come out this December, guys. The new Ghostbusters is gonna drive that franchise into the ground because everything from the '80s is so original. They still can't think of anything new, guys. They're just rehashing everything. <laughs> We had some remakes and some rehashes in our era, but not as much as this. This is insane. They remake shit from two years ago. They're like, oh, remember that from a year ago? Here we go. Oh. You might like that. Uh, Quentin Tarantino describes his final movie as the movie critic as Travis Bickle if he were a film critic. Great. So he's just going to shoot people in the head that fucking uh, that he doesn't like for their movies. His final movie, and then he's just going to transfer over to uh, film, or to TV, which I think he's going to thrive in. You know, it's just going to be, uh, he'll be like the new David Lynch for TV, you know. Like when David Lynch went over to TV, like, oh my God, it's going to be amazing. It was boring, but still. People wanted him to go over to TV, and he did. Uh, let's see if we have a David Lynch weather report before we get out of here. Did he keep doing that or no? David Lynch weather report. Let's see if we have one, guys. Anything? Uh, no. See, I stopped doing them. You heard the David Lynch weather reports, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, he was doing them in 2022. He would do one every day. But then he just stopped. Oh, well, fuck him. All right, you got anything else before we get out of here? Oh, man. Alright. Here's a classic song, guys. Everyone knows this one. It's called the Push and Pull. Oh Song's great, guys. Okay, so next week we'll do uh, Indiana Jones. Um, and we'll do Simulant. I did watch it, but I just didn't get around to reviewing it. 
but uh, next week, yeah, we'll do Simulant, and we'll do Indiana Jones. I'll report to how it is up in San Francisco. We're out of here, guys. So uh, until next week, bye-bye. any fun but still people keep joining them if i was a cult leader my cult would be wicked we'd find a jam to kick out and then we'd just kick it we'd wear the coolest cult robes and then we'd disrobe each other we'd never shave our heads or call each other sister and brother when the car bounds rocking don't come knocking don't come banging or rattling because we're busy getting busy or just casually rap battling drinking cult kool-aid straight a little water no rocks you know that i'll drink it too when it's time to kick Later. off my body is My heart, this is a work of non-fiction So don't fall apart when I whip out my diction Cause I write all my songs while listening to the Wu-Tang Clan I learned some tricks from ODB and Method Man When I'm not rhyming, trying to find time to unwind with the classics of comedy Though I know those jokes are lame or sick or just downright violent